Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. Today we are speaking with Mr. Jan Detting. CEO and President of Inbox Protection North America and the Chief Business Development Officer for the Aarhus Denmark company that was that was launched in 2011 as a more sustainable and convenient alternative to protecting shoes. He has more than 25 years of experience in international management through a variety of positions for retail and industrial companies. And based on its success in Europe and Japan, Inbox recently expanded to North America by opening a headquarters in Chicago. Uh, good morning, Jan. Uh, let's get started. Good morning, and it's great to be here, and thanks everybody for, for listening in. Well, first, maybe you could tell our listeners briefly about what inbox protection is and how it works, and does the process clean the footwear or protect it only? Well, you, you, I think you should think of inbox, uh, if you think of traditional aerosol, just for, for, for a short minute, and then uh, which basically used to protect new existing shoes. Then think this as being an automated process, the traditional aerosol you do either at home, typically at home, which then can be done automated in the store uh, in a sustainable way, both for the convenience, for, naturally for, for the store personnel, but at the end of the day for the consumer. Uh, it's rather simple. You know, when your consumer buys a new pair of shoes or return with some existing shoes, they have to place in the inbox, the doors closed, and uh, the shoes are scanned to make sure it gets the optimal treatment uh, with the uh, with the fluid, protection fluid, uh, to protect it you know, from all the things that happens in, in the environment. It is done in a closed chamber with some heating elements. And that basically means for us and for consumer that we can offer more functionality than you normally would see from a traditional aerosol. So it's not only waterproofing, it's also UV protection, stains, et cetera, uh, all type of, of, of dirt. And the heating process also allows us to make this a completely organic water-based process. And maybe just one or two words about Inbox. You know, we we are an 11 years old company uh, and, and been the first couple of years of our life was about getting the technology in place, uh, patents in place. We hold a global patent for this uh, service. And the last four or five years, we have been active in Europe. And as we speak, we have roughly 27 million consumers on an annual basis accepting and saying, yes, thank you to an impact treatment. You did ask the question about whether uh, it's a cleaning process or it's protection only. It is a protection only process. And, and, and as I said, it's a service that's being done when you buy a new pair of shoes. It can be either in a physical store or it can be online. Um, and we definitely see also consumers coming back with their shoes to have them re-protected, typically 8 to 12 weeks later after the first uh, uh, but talking about cleaning, we can also see the benefit that when they've been, the shoes have been in the inbox, the cleaning is so much easier for the consumer to make them look nicer and longer. So no cleaning for now, uh, but definitely it has effect for the way you, you keep your shoes looking nicer. Next, I wanted to ask you, what are your goals and objectives for the market as CEO and president of Inbox Protection North America and Chief Business Development Officer of the Inbox Group? Well, yeah, uh, what you could say our vision for the U.S. market is, is is really to create a category. Maybe you would even call it a niche category, but certainly a category for shoe retailers to be better to service the consumer in a sustainable way through our technology. We do. We want to offer a service that can be sold throughout seasons. 
you know, where the typical aerosol is typically the wet season. This is for all season protection. Looking at the U.S. market, we can see there we have counted roughly 30,000 stores, you know, split with a number of retailers, both from really big one national to regional to local. And, and all of them, we definitely feel that they fit inbox quite well. The journey we had in Europe, if I compare that with the U.S. market, it took us four to five years to reach six and a half thousand boxes. But I do believe with the structure in the U.S. market and the new upgraded unit we have for the North American market, that probably we, we will beat Europe, uh, certainly with the takeoff. So ambition in terms of exact numbers is fairly high, but so is the market uh, potential as to see it. On that, Jan, do you think that the rising price of footwear because of you know, inflation and supply chain and all that, that maybe the protection of people's footwear is even more important to them since they're going to be paying a higher price for them at their cash register? I would probably say yes and no. The, yes, uh, because generally consumers, they they like the sector shoes longer. I don't think necessarily it's because of the price point. It is also due to the fact that consumers, they want to, you know, from sustainability point of view, a number of consumers want to keep the shoes for longer. Uh, so, so that calls for, uh, for part of it. Uh, but on the price point, we can see we have customers when they buy a pair of sneaks or shoes for, say, $30, they happily also pay for the impact protection which is recommended retail price around $7. And so, so uh, yes and no. I know you touched about it already, but can you talk a little bit about uh, the price implementation, implementation and success in Europe and, and also how long you've been in Japan? You mentioned how many locations and how many retail partners you have and how have you found your product adds to the in-store experience for your European customers? Well, we've been in... in uh, in Europe, for the last four to five years, we really, you know, on a commercial point of view, when we reach out to customers, our customer, you know, they are in all type of shoe segments, you know, sports, sneaks, outdoor, classic shoes, uh, leisure shoes. Uh, and our customers, we, the six and a half thousand units we have right now in Europe, that sits with retailers of various sizes. There are very few national our European retailers, you know, the biggest one for us is, is the company called Dijkman, which is also have some companies present in the U.S., uh, where the other ones are typically regional or local uh, players. Uh, but we, we are present in 25 countries in Europe right now. And yes, Bob, you're right. We just uh, recently started up in Japan, um, and uh, that project was slightly delayed due to, to the COVID uh, timeout. But we just installed the uh, beginning of this year, the first with, with a bill quite large retail in the sports sneak segment in, in Japan uh, and just set up subsidiaries. Uh, so, so we are, we expect to see a lot from, from also from that market. I should also say there's a lot for us more to do in Europe as well as it is in Japan and now the North American market. You, talk, you touched upon the cost of the service to the consumer being $7 the US, I guess. But what about the cost of inbox to the retailers? And what about the eight-week trial? You know, how does that work with retailers as well? Okay. Uh, well, it, it's not only, I would say, the technology that's unique to Inbox, it's also our business model. Uh, our business model is basically, we own the unit, we install, we train, we educate uh, our customers, uh, store personnel in, in the use of the unit. And we always start with, and that for us is an investment in, in, in our partnership. We always start with it, typically with an eight-week trial to document the business case for, for that particular uh, retailer. Uh, and uh, there they pay a flat click fee for, and there we get the feedback, they get the feedback and see the performance. Uh, and typically we don't, we're not concerned about making such investment because we have what we call a very, very high, or a high what we call a conversion rate from trial to 
to retail or to an order. And then the next step would typically be a, a rental agreement where everything is still included, uh, the service maintenance. Uh, so the consumer or the customer, our customer only have to really to ask for, you know, the consumer to have the shoes in the inbox. So no cash out at the uh, upfront cash out for at any point of time for, for the retail, which, which is also attractive, I guess, for, for many retailers today where, you know, they're looking for ways to increase basket size without, without having to make a lot of additional investment. Taylor that uses inbox in their store, they, are they required to carry inbox accessories exclusively? No, uh, we happily, ours, we happily work with, with retail that has other product that, than an inbox product. It is important. It's part of our business model. When we do train uh, with retailers, they typically have an aerosol spray or other, you know, it could be uh, cleaning products or other uh, care products. The, the 60 second it takes to make the treatment, that's where we have trained and worked with our customers. They can upsell to the consumer, top up spray for home, cleaning product for home. So no, we, we don't put any requirement in terms of exclusives. It has to be within box uh, the, the aerosol, anything like that. We work with our customers to raise their accessories and we ho- happily work with, with all their existing partners they may have. So the final question today, I just want to ask, you mentioned before the inbox has a screen on it, interactive screen where the retailer could run an ad from a brand or whatever. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, on, on front of the physical box, there is a 24-inch screen and that 24-inch screen is a marketing opportunity for our customers to run videos, communication uh, of, of various kinds. That video can be changed from a sensor point of view. So that if you can imagine a retail, they run a campaign at a certain period or a season campaign, well, then we're going to change the video on, say, 100 screens sitting in with 100 stores uh, somewhere in, in, in the market. So, so that's definitely also part of it. On top of the inbox, there's also a spinning table where you can display, you know, the latest shoe uh, theme or whatever that might be, be relevant. And even for some customers, we uh, are working on, on, you know, other tools on, on top to, to have communication. Well, Jan, uh, could a retailer uh, lease or sell the space for a period of time to say, I won't mention a brand, but XYZ brand to put their ad on that space showing their new whatever soccer boot or whatever? Is that, is that something that a retailer could do in that, in that video? I could definitely imagine that would be a scenario that would, would play out. You know, one of their existing suppliers, of, say, a particular shoe, they want to run a campaign on, on a particular shoe, a new release, absolutely. That would be something we work together with the retailers for the marketing package they have on the screen. Speaking about the screen, this is also the screen where we can, to consumer, to interact with the consumer, we can display what goes on inside the machine so the consumer can see the shoes are being, you know, treated and protected. Is there any type of footwear that, cannot be put into the uh, material that cannot be put into the inbox? No, no. Uh, we handle all type of shoe material. When the shoes is placed in the inbox, uh, a program is chosen and, and the shoes have been scanned to make sure, depending on the type of shoe material, uh, the size of the shoe, that it's getting the proper amount of, of shoe protection. So any type of sh- uh, shoes can or footwear can be in the inbox. Oh, okay, good. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so finally today, Jan, I just want to ask if we could touch upon the interactiveness of the inbox. You, you sound mm-hmm. like the dis- dis- display on the top of the box. You can see the process. We have the ad. Uh, I, I, consumers are able to watch their footwear being treated. Uh, you mentioned before, but how long does the process last? And does the retailer have to help the consumer get their footwear that needs treatment into the inbox? Well, the, the uh, treatment takes roughly 60, 60 seconds. And it's true, yes, the consumer can see their own shoe being protected in the box while it takes place. Typically, of those 60 seconds, the first 20 seconds is the, you know, live from inside the unit. And the remaining 40 seconds would be a whatever relevant video that the 
retail have decided that should be on a marketing side of. I would say, then you asked the question, can the consumer, as it is right now, it is something that the store personnel will do because that's a window they have to communicate with, with, the, with, with the consumer uh, to upsell other products. But the unit is prepared for it. I can definitely imagine in a quite near future because of their also market trends that there will be a do-it-yourself uh, you know, service function for, so the consumer can do it themselves. It's very easy for them to do it if, if that was one what we want to do. Technology is prepared for it. Okay. And do, and do you see eventually, I mean, obviously you said it's the protectors of all when you buy a new pair of shoes or kicks and you want to protect them. But do you uh, have any situations in Europe where consumers like bring in their work boots or whatever? Yeah. You know, they've already purchased and bring it with them to the store and they're buying another another pair of footwear so they can get them protected again? Absolutely. We we see roughly up to 12% returning with the shoes they bought in the store, but also bringing some existing shoes. You know, the favorite shoes, it could, as you said, the work boots or whatever. So so they come back typically 10 weeks, 8, 10 weeks after they bought the first pair of new uh, shoes, bring not only that pair of shoes, but an additional number of shoes, existing shoes. We advise them they should be clean when they bring them back, but uh, that we definitely see up to 12%, which is a fairly high return rate, uh, at least in the European context. And, and again, and, uh, on that particular issue, if that happens, that scenario happens, the retailer would get a percentage of that sale or whatever, or they'd get some kind of credit for them treating a shoe that they didn't purchase in that store, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. But it, it would be the same price. The, the retail would sell it for the same price, whether the shoes is bought in the store or not. And so that's the same, you know, the $7 the consumer would pay, uh, unless some customers, they do make loyalty programs if they have other programs. But, but Oh, I see. So, well, thank you, Jan. I've been speaking with Jan Detting, the CEO and president of Inbox North America, and he's also the chief business development officer for the Aarhus Denmark company. And you've been listening to the Four Inside Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. 